0: Hey, thanks for joining me, everyone. I do appreciate it. Um, I hope you had a, a wonderful uh, 4th of July this last week. Um, I had the whole weekend off. I was excited. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to work uh, on the 4th, and um, I had the weekend off because I had that Saturday off. And um, I got up, you know, my alarm was set to uh, go to work on, uh, on the 4th. And I got a text message, uh, actually, I guess it came the night before, and I'd, I was already in bed, and uh, saying that they're not running anything on the 4th. So I had a day off, which was phenomenal, great, I loved it. And uh, so it allowed me to spend some time with my family. Uh, we went over to my daughter's. Uh, in-laws and had a birthday party. The grandmother there uh, had her birthday on the 4th of July, which was kind of cool. And we had a really good, uh, you know, good uh, picnic and played some cards and things like that. It was really a good time and really excited and uh, got a chance to think about uh, you know, the 4th of July and the wonderful country that we live in. Um, You know, of course uh, you have those people who uh, are wonderful uh, celebrities and uh, um, you know, our uh, professional sports people that, uh, you know, want to diminish the Fourth of July and wonder why we celebrate the Fourth of July. And, uh, well, you know what? It's, uh, it's a wonderful time for introspection and, where, and how far we have come in this country. Um, you know, we're not a perfect uh, nation, um, we have our history. That everybody knows about. That um, you know that um, is not something that uh, you know you like to see in your history, but it is part of our history. And yet we have, we have, as a as a collective group of citizens, have fought injustices over these many years. And are we perfect now? No, we're not perfect now. And we continue to work on those things, but we have fought some se- severe evils in this country. Number one of those is racism, and we have defeated that. And unfortunately, we still have people that want to drag us back into uh, this racist uh, backbiting and this this you know looking at everybody because of the color of their skin and and uh, continuing looking at America as an evil empire. And an evil place to live, and I feel sorry for those people that have that kind of mentality, and uh, that kind of a, an attitude towards the country. Okay, okay. Uh, my here's my advice uh, to you: If you don't like the United States of America, and you don't like what we stand for, uh, and all of its good that we stand for, and all of its bad that we stand for, go move someplace else. I am so tired of celebrities, uh, or uh, you know these women's basketball players sitting there saying that they don't want to uh, celebrate the 4th of July and that she thinks that the you know, America is a terrible place to live. And so, you know what? Move. You know, I'm so tired of all this negativity. Um, and you know what? It kind of really kind of—it shows me, like, for the last two years, okay, this administration and Joe Biden ran on unity, Okay, that there's adults in the, in the White House again, we don't have somebody, a crazy president tweeting and blah, 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 and having a bunch of hate in America. We continue for like the last two years, and from all the writing and all the Black Lives Matter and... All these issues, all these cultural issues that continue to be developed and and moved forward, transgender and the gay and lesbian movement and the transgender movement, schooling, education, all this stuff. And this division that continues to be uh, propagandized uh, to the United States and people looking at, uh, you know, judging people again, here we are, you know, sixty years later and now we're back to judging each other because of the color of our skin again. This is for some reason, these people think that this is a formula for success, that this is a formula that brings us closer to America who we are and, and things like that. It's just it's the dumbest lie and mistruth of our generation. Okay, it really is. It, it, this is pathetic pathetic just propaganda that we are experiencing in this country, which is just a shame. It, it, it's shameful. It is absolutely just shameful. Um, and i I just I get to the point where I just get I get so tired of it. I, I don't look I, I try to not look at the news too much anymore because it's like everything is negative. There's really nothing positive um, about what comes out of Washington anymore. Or, Uh, Congress doesn't do any work. All it does is find fault with things and they don't don't do any legislation anymore. There's nothing done there. Um, They passed a law. Well, they did pass a law, this gun law, that's not going to do anything to save lives. It's not. Um, it's not going to change anything the red flag laws are still questionable they're not going to you know they're not going to fix anything if you don't have people who are going to actually recognize when somebody does something wrong and they recognize bad behavior and people don't you know family members don't recognize it or friends don't recognize it then it's not going to change anything. The red flag laws are useless unless there are uh, unless there are some kind of uh, results-oriented kind of, uh, um, you know, um, rewards for doing so. It's not okay. We we learn, we learned from the last shooting is that we didn't have a police department that was trained well enough and did not respond the way that they should have in order to stop this young man from harming those 1920 uh, uh, you know students and, and 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 teachers it's a tragedy it's it's absolutely the worst thing that any parent uh, in any community could go through absolutely but here's the thing it could have been diminished it could have uh, we, lives could have been saved and I listen. I, I I'm I'm a complete uh, uh, p- uh, police officer uh, advocate. I I my my brothers were all police officers. My uncle was a police officer. Uh, cousins are all been police. So I have friends who are police officers. Okay, and I am complete and one hundred support of of them and what and the job that they do. They do a dangerous job, and but that's the job that they have taken upon themselves to do. And when you have a, a police department that does not move in a situation and could have possibly uh, reduced the number of deaths at, at this, at this uh, elementary school, it's just a shame. And that's where the training needs to be. We don't need to sit there and say, oh, this guy was 18 and he was able to buy a rifle when he was 18. And so let's move it to 21. So that's going to make it easy. Now that's going to make it like we're now that every school in the nation is now safe because now we've raised the age that a young uh, young person can buy a rifle. For goodness sakes, they're old enough to vote at 18. They're old, they're old enough to go into the military and, and sacrifice their lives at 18 years of age, but they cannot buy a firearm, they cannot buy a rifle, Okay, simply because it's got a scary name to it, AR-15. It's got a scary name to it. That, that's it. I mean, it, it's, it's the stupidest things in the world, and this, this law will not change one freaking thing uh, when it comes to safety to schools, and it's not going to do anything for safety in this country. It is something... It, they did something, and that's what... You know, if you listen to some of the uh, broadcasts and some of the news stories and stuff where uh, Joe Biden was uh, asked questions, what are you going to do? We're gonna, you got to do something. You got to do something, Joe. So they went out and did something. They've been pushing, uh, you, know, uh, gun, uh, you know, gun laws for, for years and years and years. And this has gave them the excuse to go out and raise the age to 21, which is going to absolutely do nothing. Okay. Do nothing to to solve the problem, okay? And ignored all of the other, uh, you know, what happened to the days when, you know, you had Congress, you had Senate, they got together, they talked about bills, they talked about what was actually good for America, and then you came to a consensus on things. You had, you know, one side had to give a little bit, the other side had to give a little bit, but you came up with a bill that worked for the American people. Why is it that we don't have that ability anymore? Why is it? Maybe it's because the people that we have elected suck at their jobs and they aren't good at it anymore. Okay, when you get people that are 78, 80, 81, 90, you know, maybe they've been serving too long and their interest isn't the interest of the American people as a whole. Maybe they're self-interested and they need to be removed. They need to be voted out and replaced by people who are able to sit down across the aisle with somebody and have a conversation and have a debate and come up with laws, come up with things that are actually going to move this country forward instead of backwards. And we are moving backwards culturally in this country in a, in a, well, we're starting to see a movement uh, culturally that, you know, that the left has been pushing this really radical left ideologies of, of white hate and uh, you know, defund the police and uh, changing the definition of family and destroying family and religion and going right down to the basics of who a man and a woman are and a boy and a girl are and trying to convince everybody in this country that, that oh, you, know, you, can, you can imagine yourself any way that you want to imagine yourself. You know that's up to you, and nobody can tell you one way or another that you aren't a boy or a girl because you decide that you want to be. You know, you want to be that person. You know what? Live in the fantasy land all that you want. Okay, don't invite me into your your fantasy land. Don't invite me into your illusion. Because I don't want to be part of your illusion. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to, I, I believe in truths. I believe in facts. I believe in scientific data. I believe in, in things that have been true since Adam and Eve have left the Garden of Eden, for goodness sakes. you know That a man is a man, a woman is a woman, and you're not going to convince me otherwise. Just because you want to walk around with, with a wig on and makeup and, and, and you want to go, you know, lop off your you know, your privates and change your lifestyle. Good. You know what? Your you freedom to go do whatever you want to do. But do not invite me. I do, don't want to be invited or forced to fall into and, and be in your illusion and pretend something that isn't factual and isn't true. Have at it. Do your thing. Don't look at me to affirm what you feel that you are. I don't care about your feelings. I don't. Nobody cares about my feelings. Nobody cares about, you know, my feelings. I, you know, my job is to get up in the morning, go to work, provide, be a good be a good father. Luckily my children are raised now and they're raising their own children and hopefully I've taught them good principles and I've taught them good standards and hopefully they take those standards and those principles. Uh, religious ideas and doctrines and belief in God and belief in family and, and things like that and being honest and trustworthy and being good parents and teaching. And then they, they take those things and then they they teach them to their children. They, they actually teach those principles to their children. Okay? That's what the idea is uh, behind... Uh, a good culture is to have good principles, good standards, good ideas that, 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 are, that are passed along generation after generation, okay? Not false ideas that we can be anything that we want to be, that we can change our, our sex or our gender because we think we can, okay? Life is tough enough as it is, okay? Life is difficult, okay, okay? I, I understand, because of my religious upbringing, is that there's a reason why I'm here on this earth. This earth was created for me, for all of us, okay? And there's a plan of happiness that's involved with this. And we, before we came to this life, we lived with our, with our heavenly parents, And this earth was created that we could come down here and we could learn to be obedient, that we are given commandments, that we are given standards, that we are taught these things through religious teachings. Okay. And our responsibility in this life is to be able to discern good from evil and choose the good and avoid the evil. Because when we choose evil, when we choose bad, or we choose uh, non-true things, our lives are more damaged, they're more difficult to live. than if we live the commandments, we live the good principles of being a good citizen, being a good person, uh, and keeping the commandments, loving our, you know, honoring our parents, uh, you know, not committing adultery, not committing murder, not lying, not cheating, uh, all those standard uh, commandments and more. As we live those things, we are a freer people. We believe, you know, today's world is we just believe we can do anything that we want to do. It doesn't affect anybody else but ourselves, okay? And we have a freedom to do whatever we, we, we want to do. And to hell with everybody else around us. We can just do whatever. And people have to accept us for what we are. And you know what? It, it's a false idea. It's a false teaching. Okay? Everybody we are all members of the same uh, family we are all brothers and sisters we all came to this earth from our heavenly parents we are spirits in heaven this is what I believe this is what I've been taught all my life and I know it's true that we we, we came from a place where we came from a family we, we saw heavenly parents and we are children of these of these parents of our father in heaven okay and we came to this earth to to prove ourselves and our life has a purpose. Each one of us have a role. Men have a role. Women have a role. Children have a role. Okay? Authorities have a role. Our elected officials have a role. Everybody has roles that we need to live by in order to have a society that operates within, a, within an, uh, uh, an area that makes sense to people. Okay, when you when you get outside that and you start changing uh, definitions of of things of hate and of family and of mom and dad and children and you start changing those definitions and the, trying to change those ideas and those 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 definitions that have been around for centuries and centuries and we're supposed to believe this stuff now. It's, it's false ideas like this that hurt us as a nation, as a, as, as a world population. It really does. And these things are not good. They are not good for us as human beings. And you can see it in the statistics today. You can see it every day. Just look at where we are headed. Okay, look at where we are headed. The divorce rate is higher than it's ever been. Belief in God is lower than it's ever been. People don't associate themselves with a particular religion any longer, okay? And I see it every day in, in different uh, posts from people on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. You know, they're, they're religious. and No, they're spiritual but not religious, okay? It's just an excuse to not adhere to principles that you haven't had the spiritual strength to learn for yourself that they are true or not. Okay, And I don't care what religion you are. Okay, I don't care if you're Jewish, Christian, Muslim, whatever you want to be. I don't care. But you, your responsibility is to look at what you have been taught as a, as a child. Hopefully you've been taught these principles. And to find out these things uh, for yourself to be true or not true. Okay, And many people today are just giving up on this. And we're seeing it culturally, what's going on in, in, in our country and around the world how this cancer is continuing to these these, these extreme uh, cultural ideas are taking are taking hold and it's hurting us as uh, as as a people and we're going to pay the price for it okay you look at what's going on today in our schools and what's going on in our educational system we are more concerned about a, a, a kid being converted and paying more attention to whether this kid is at five years of age deciding whether he's a boy or girl, that we are teaching them math, science, reading, English, uh, comprehension, and things like that. We are more concerned with that. Okay? We're not looking at the long term effects of what these ideas, these terrible, terrible ideals, are going to do and how they're going to affect these, these five year olds when they become. 15 and 16 when they've been told that they can change their identity their their gender because they think so. And we've had adults educators governmental agencies governmental people telling them that this is this is this is true. What you're going to have is a bunch of socially mentally screwed up people in about 10 years, and then we're gonna look back and we're gonna wonder why. Why are these children killing themselves? Why are we having levels of depression that we've never had before in in our history? And the only place that you're gonna be able to look is what happened ten years ago when this kind of cultural kind of crap tried to take hold. We gotta fight back against this stuff. Okay, because it is false. It is a lie, okay? Like I said, you, wanna, you want to live the way that you want to live. Live the way that you want to live. You have your agency to do so, your free will to do so, okay? I don't need to affirm you. I will not affirm you, okay? I will not learn 76 different, uh, you know, genders because it's false, okay? There's two genders, male and female, okay? I will not spend my time learning pronouns. I'll respect you. I'm not going to make fun of you, okay? But I will not. I will not be intimidated into living your fantasy, living your illusion. I will not. Period. It, because it's harmful, and we are going to see the results of this um, at some point. I know I kind of got off the track, but uh, this this stuff is just. It's been just been uh, just weighing on my mind heavily because I just, we're just headed in the wrong direction. And, and we have an opportunity to make some movement. We have been seeing some changes take place in our local governments and things like that. And people starting to stand up for what is right. Uh, you know, and just with COVID and I, you know, I always thought that with COVID that, that, People would wake up at some point. Okay, I, granted. Okay, when for COVID first started, uh, you know I'm going to give it a, the benefit of the doubt. We got the scientists, we got CDC, we got the FDA, all telling us that this is a uh, create, You know, this is a virus that's killing people and blah 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 blah. Okay, dangerous. I get, I get it. So I'm going to I'm going to trust my government, and I'm going to trust my local government to do the right thing. Okay, so I did. I you know wore my mask when I was supposed to wear my mask. And, uh, but as the days went longer, and I continued to look at the facts, look at the data that was coming out of these, and the data hasn't changed on the deaths um, that were occurring as a result of COVID, not. Some other kind of reason why the person has has uh, has has passed away. Okay, that it affected mostly uh, the death rates, mostly in elderlies and people with pre-existing conditions and things like that. It was adversely affecting them. I understood that. (coughs) Excuse me. And but the thing is that that's never changed. That never changed. Okay. And now two years later. Now we're, all the data is coming back, and all of a sudden, we don't have to wear masks anymore. We don't, you know, with the, uh, with the uh, uh, State of the Union address, all of a sudden, bingo, nobody has to wear masks anymore. California, all these people, are, schools are not wearing masks anymore because the president of the United States said magically and deliciously that, we, that, that COVID's over with and that we can get back to normal after two years you know you know because what we, did we win the war on covid no you still you still have covid still have people getting sick you know i think i had it a couple of weeks ago uh, you know when i stayed home from work a couple of days i was i don't know if i did or not i didn't really go get myself tested so i didn't really care one way or the other i just had an achy body and uh you know i didn't have any other any of the other symptoms of you know losing my taste and and uh, and stuff like that so maybe i didn't have it maybe i did i don't know and i don't really give a rats but if I did or not. Uh, because I, I stayed home and I, I, I nursed myself back to health and I went back to work when I was ready to go back to work. Um, so I took responsibility for myself. Okay, um, But we if we continue to allow the government to continue to, and, and our leaders to continue to force these kinds of things on us uh, and these kinds of um, principles and these kinds of... Uh, regulations on that I just I just can't believe that we as Americans fell for this crap for so long and there are still people that still believe you know walk around with masks on for some freaking cultural reason I don't know maybe it's culture appropriation or they just feel good about it or whatever I don't know but it's ridiculous you know and it was it was something that we we should have just been able to recover from naturally and it become politicized and become a propaganda thing. Um, when you have a president and a vice president saying they aren't going to take the vi- uh, to take the vaccine because of Donald Trump, and it was you know produced under his administration, and when when you have that becomes political. That that is not science. Okay, that is not the science. That is politics. And that's all it is, and that's what, and that's why they haven't been able to sell this the way that they should have been selling. Because they set the president early that that there was questions about the, the vaccine, which really shouldn't have been there. Everybody should have gone out and felt good about getting the vaccine, and reducing deaths and reducing the the severity of the of the cases of COVID. But all in all, what should have happened is that we should have just, you know, the economy was put into a, a false uh, um, a coma, and the once we had the once we had the vaccine, the the country should have been backed open. The schools should have been opened back up again, because <clears throat> there's no evidence that masks uh, did anything for children. That COVID didn't affect children. Uh, it didn't affect the, the teachers in the unions, and we kept kids out of school. We kept businesses closed down longer than we needed, which created our the situation that we're in now, which with with loss of of small business and loss of our our uh, uh, chain a uh, supply chain. We've we've destroyed that and created a situation which now we have what inflation on our ass at eight uh, of over eight percent. Gas prices are still hovering around $5, 510. I saw it uh, out in price at 509 uh, in Spanish Fork. It was 519. Uh, and, and, no, and nothing and, and nothing besides the President of the United States sitting there writing letters to uh, oil companies telling them to, that they need to do something with prices. And then this week, I think it was this week. The president of the United States has the gall. I mean, my gosh, this guy has got to be the dumbest person in the world. Okay, I learned this in high school econ, and then I learned it again in when I went to when I went to college in my first year of econ. And I'm not an econ major by any means, but we, this guy this guy gets on national television and 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 and, and faults people who own gas stations for the prices of gasoline. Okay, anybody in their first year of econ understands that th- th- this is not the problem? Okay, come on. You're going to get on there and you're going to badmouth every gas station owner? Okay, listen. what they're they're, they're <clears throat> Here's their thing. Here's the, what they make. I looked this up, okay, just before I got on here. I looked this up. They make an average of 15 cents uh, per gallon that's before expenses so if you take out rent and you take out insurance and you take out this and the cost of the oil the gas itself and all the all the expenses and when you get down to the net uh, growth when you get down to the net uh, uh, earnings that they get the the uh, what they call it, um, I, I lost the um, again I'll think about it but anyway the, the, it comes to basically, uh, 2 cents a gallon that they actually make on each gallon of gas that they sell okay that's what they make 2 cents and this president wants them to what sell their gas for no no cost they don't, they 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 don't want they don't want these people to make a profit at all take that 2% away from them it doesn't make any sense It blew my mind that the President of the United States has started with this is Putin's war and it's his gas hike, which all this was starting to take place before Putin even went, you know, started invading Ukraine in the first place. This has nothing to do with this. This has to do with the President of the United States and this administration's war on oil, war on coal, war on anything that that they consider dangerous to the environment. If it's not wind related or electric related, Everything else is out the window and screw you if you're an oil company. Basically, that's what it is. So you have people that don't want to invest in oil because the United States president and his administration has basically has, has uh, created a war, has, has developed a war on oil and on fossil fuels that is affecting the futures of this country and affecting the futures of oil and causing prices to go up. This is a, this is your fault, Joe. This is not anybody else's fault. Okay, I know you don't set the prices. Okay, everybody understands that. But your administration's policies that are adverse to to oil and gas uh, production in this country does. It does. And it's because you want it you want people to have high gas prices because you want them to go out and buy Teslas. You want them to go out and buy electric cars. That's it. So you're happy. You guys are actually happy with these high prices of gas. You're happy that the United States citizen has to pay five dollars a gallon, because maybe it'll motivate somebody to go out and buy a Tesla tomorrow. Jeez, what a joke. This this, God, it just r- really blows my mind. Like where we ha- and why why in the world this guy was ever elected in the first place. And God, if you do anything in your life, really come in November, please remember the last two years. Please remember what this, but what, what the what the teachers unions have done to your children. Okay how they have literally harmed them for their own personal gain. This is what it is. It's the facts, okay? Children should not have been masked. Children should have been back to school, and they should have never been taken out of school, okay? This administration's... Attack on the American people using COVID as a as a uh, as a propaganda arm uh, to keep you from working to you know to making you a, a, you know basically making the United States a dole on your on your income uh, is just ridiculous and this is what this this is what this administration has done and now they know that they have now the tide's turning. They know Democrats are like freaking out because they they see this wave coming in November, and I hope it I hope it is a complete and utter typhoon, and uh, on on Democrats because this is the road that they have chosen to go down, and it's it it is uh, exact it's an exaggeration it is a complete and utter just. Uh, what's it what's the terminology i want to use it's just a it's, it's such a um just a uh, radical uh position and a direction that they have taken this country and now they're starting to see that the american people saying you're full of crap we don't want this in our country we don't want this as families we don't want this as parents we don't want these things taught to our children you are screwing up our country, and we are going to fight back against you. And the Democrats are understanding this now, and there's really nothing they can do about it because they are so much in bed with, what, with the left and with the extreme left that they don't know what to do. They are so beholding to them. Joe Biden is so beholding, and he's been that way all of his career. Wherever, wherever the Democrats move, that's where he moves. That's where his center becomes. And unfortunately, Joe, you're you're the you're the leader. You're supposed to be the person that sits there and say, "Hey, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't believe in that, and I should be, uh, I should be more of a centrist. I should be more of a person, a libertarian. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit to the left, but be able to work with uh, the American people. And you don't, you don't care. You don't really care. Your 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 movement doesn't care. You have. These things set in place that are going to destroy our country, our country. And maybe some of the good that you do, you know, it is sucked up in all the negative and all the bad that's taking place in this country right now. You are not a unifier, Joe. Okay. Read my lips. You are not a unifier. Okay. Your administration has been more divisive and more separate, been more of a separatist than any other uh Administration Besides Obama's administration, you've created the environment of hate and separation and taking us back. You want to talk about taking us back to the 60s and the 50s and segregation and racism? This is where you have allowed this country to go back. And you have pushed that message through anti-police, anti-white, anti, uh, anti-American rhetoric. And allowed our teachers to be teaching, you know, uh, improper uh, uh, history about our country, about our slavery, about about our history, allowing false ideas like the 1619 project and 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 uh, uh, CRT to be taught in our schools and to be implemented in, in corporations and things like that. It's just bullshit, and it needs to be stopped. And you need to be stopped. Period. And that's what I hope that you get this coming November. I hope people remember, and 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 I, I really believe the American people and parents have long memories, and they aren't going to forget. They aren't going to sit there and take your crap. They're not going to sit there and say this is Putin's war. You know, we're at war. We're not at war. I don't remember Congress. Uh, 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 I don't remember Congress uh, passing uh, a resolution that we're at war with any country. This is not our war. This is Russia and Ukraine. Okay. you've mishandled it from the very first movement that you made when you wanted to get headlines when you pulled our people out of Afghanistan you dummy okay that's where this came from 13 I mean for God's sakes during the during the uh, uh, the the um, uh, State of the Union address. You couldn't even. You couldn't even. You couldn't even bring in the, thir- the families of the thirteen fallen uh, soldiers in Afghanistan. You didn't even. F- you didn't even feel like that. That was important. That's pathetic. You were the the, the uh, commander in chief, and you don't even recognize. You don't even bring that up. That you made a, a poor decision, and you lost thirteen lives. And not to mention the lives of another fam- uh, another family. When, you, when your generals bombed a, a family that was innocent. No wonder the world's laughing at us. The world is laughing at us. China's laughing at us. Russia's laughing at us. Because you're a poor leader. You are a poor example of a leader in, the Amer- in, in, a, in this administration. You have people that are incompetent, not doing their jobs the way that they're supposed to do their jobs. You're incompetent boobs. And that's what you are. And I'm and I'm sorry. I hope the people that voted for you see it now. And they make they try to make a slight correction, uh, the the correction that we we can make when we have free elections that are not, uh, you know, that are not controlled or or uh, manipulated. Okay and I'm not saying that the the election was was stolen or anything like that but it was definitely manipulated by the propaganda and the the media and everything else you can definitely tell you can't tell me that there weren't irregularities in what took place in the last election and I pray to god that those those states that had those situations Pennsylvania Arizona and all these I hope that they have fixed this problem that we can have confidence in our elections again because you've destroyed that confidence because you want power, you, you are you, all you are is a bunch of people that want to grab power and keep power, and you'll do anything to do that. Listen, thanks for listening. I appreciate it very much. Listen, November, keep in just just please, please if you do anything else this year, remember, 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 remember in November okay what this presidency has stood for in this in, in for his first 2 years of his administration okay we are not building back better don't believe the crap that he's telling you you have an 8. Point, what 8.5% inflation rate you have gas prices that aren't going to go anywhere okay you have a, a, a school system that is that is irreparably damaged and you have a culture that is destroying uh, the very fiber of our of who we are as human beings. And this man and his administration and his leftist ideologies are leading the way, are leading the pack, and we need to fix it. We need to tr- do everything we can. So please, remember in November, please, okay, let's try to fix what we can this coming November. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you have a good week. And... Uh, God bless you. It's a dangerous world out there, but God bless you, and uh, stay close to your families. Thanks for listening. (laughs)